Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 5th of July, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 6th of Tammuz. This week, our parasha is called Chukat, which means statute. And today's reading from the Torah will be Numbers 20, verses 7 through 13. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the rod and assemble the congregation, you and Aharon your brother, and speak to the rock before their eyes, that it pour out its water. You shall bring water to them out of the rock, so you shall give the congregation and their livestock drink. Moshe took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. Moshe and Aharon gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels, shall we bring water out of this rock for you? Moshe lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his rod twice, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and the livestock drank. The Lord said to Moshe and Aaron, Because you did not believe in me to sanctify me in the eyes of the sons of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. These are the waters of Merivah, because the sons of Israel strove with the Lord, and he was sanctified in them. That was Numbers 20. 7 through 13. Today, our portion from the prophets is Ezekiel or Yechezkel, chapters 2 and 3. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak with you. The Ruach entered into me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me. He said to me, Son of man, I send you to the sons of Israel, to a nation of rebels who have rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me even to this day. The children are impudent and stiff-hearted. I am sending you to them, and you shall tell them. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. They, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse, for they are a rebellious house, Yet they will know that there has been a prophet among them. You, son of man, do not be afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns are with you, and you dwell among scorpions. Do not be afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. And you shall speak my words to them, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse, for they are most rebellious. But you, son of man, 
Hear what I tell you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat that which I give you. When I looked, behold, a hand was stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. He spread it before me. It was written within and without, and lamentations, mourning, and woe were written in it. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll, and go, speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat the scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, cause your belly to eat, and fill your bowels with this scroll that I give you. Then I ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. And he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel, and speak my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of a strange speech, and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many peoples of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, if I sent you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, for they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel have a hard forehead and a stubborn heart. Behold, I have made your face hard against their faces, and your forehead hard against their foreheads. I have made your forehead as a diamond harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them. Neither be dismayed at their looks, for they are a rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive in your heart and hear with your ears all my words that I speak to you. Go to them of the captivity, to the children of your people, and speak to them, and tell them, This is what the Lord the Lord says, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse. Then the Ruach lifted me up, and I heard behind me the voice of a great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. I heard the noise of the wings of the living creatures as they touched one another, and the noise of the wheels beside them, even the noise of a great rushing. So the Ruach lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness, in the heat of my spirit, and the hand of the Lord was strong on me. Then I came to them of the captivity at Tel Aviv, that lived by the river Chebal, and to where they lived, and I sat there overwhelmed among them seven days. At the end of seven days, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, I have made you a watchman to the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word from my mouth, and warn them from me. When I tell the wicked, you will surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, that wicked man will die in his iniquity, but I will require his blood at your hand. Yet, if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he will die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness, and commits iniquity, 
and I lay a stumbling block before him, he will die. Because you have not given him warning, he will die in his sin, and his righteous deeds which he has done will not be remembered. But I will require his blood at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous not sin, and he does not sin, he will surely live, because he took warning, and you have delivered your soul. And the hand of the Lord was there on me, and he said to me, Arise, go out into the plain, and I will talk with you there. So I arose, and went out into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there, like the glory which I saw by the river Chabal, and I fell on my face. Then the Ruach entered into me, and set me on my feet. He spoke with me, and said to me, Go, shut yourself inside your house, but you, son of man, behold, they will put ropes on you, and will bind you with them, and you will not go out among them. I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, that you will be mute and will not be able to correct them, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you shall tell them, This is what the Lord the Lord says. He who hears, let him hear, and he who refuses, let him refuse, for they are a rebellious house. That was Ezekiel or Yechezkel chapters 2 and 3. Our portion today from the writings will be Ezra 4. Now, when the adversaries of Yehuda and Binyamin heard that the children of the captivity were building a temple to the Lord, the God of Israel, they came to Zerubbabel and to the heads of the father's households and said to them, Let us build with you, for we seek your God as you do, and we have been sacrificing to him since the days of Esarhaddon, king of Assyria, who brought us up here. But Zerubbabel and Yeshua and the rest of the heads of fathers' households of Israel said to them, You have nothing to do with us in building a house to our God, but we ourselves together will build to the Lord, the God of Israel, as King Koresh, the king of Persia, has commanded us. Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. They hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Koresh, king of Persia, even until the reign of Dariavish, king of Persia. <clears throat> and in the reign of Ahasuerus, in the beginning of his reign, they wrote an accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. In the days of Artaxerxes, Bishlam, Mitredat, Tabiel, and the rest of his companions wrote to Artaxerxes, king of Persia, and the writing of the letter was written in Syrian and delivered in the Syrian language. Rehum, the, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, the king, as follows. From Rehum, the chancellor, Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of their companions, the Dinaites, 
and the Apharsathites, the Tarpalites, and the Aphrasites, the Archivites, and the Babylonians, the Shushanites, and the Dedahites, the Elamites, and the rest of the nations, whom the great and noble Osnapal brought over and set in the city of Samaria, and in the rest of the country beyond the river, and so forth. This is a copy of the letter that they sent. To King Artaxerxes, from your servants, the men beyond the river, and so forth. Be it known to the king that the Jews who came up from you have come to us to Yerushalayim. They are rebuilding the rebellious and bad city, and have finished the walls and repaired the foundations. Be it known now to the king that if this city is built and the walls finished, they will not pay tribute, custom, or toll, and in the end it will be hurtful to the kings. Now because we eat the salt of the palace, and it is not appropriate for us to see the king's dishonor, therefore we have sent and informed the king, that search may be made in the book of the records of your fathers. You will see in the book of the records and know that this city is a rebellious city and hurtful to kings and provinces, and that they have started rebellions within it in the past. That is why this city was destroyed. We make known to the king that if this city is built and the walls finished, you will then have no possession beyond the river. Then the king sent an answer. To Rehum the Chancellor, and to Shimshai the scribe, and to the rest of their companions who live in Samaria, and in the rest of the country beyond the river, Shalom and so forth. The letter which you sent to us has been plainly read before me. I decreed, and search has been made, and it was found that this city has been has made insurrection against kings in the past, and that rebellion and revolts have made been made in it. There have also been mighty kings over Yerushalayim who have ruled over all the country beyond the river, and tribute, custom, and toll was paid to them. Make a decree now to cause the men to seize, that this city not be built until a decree is made by me. Be careful that you do not be slack in doing so. Why should damage grow to the hurt of the kings? Then, when the copy of King Artaxerxes' letter was read before Rehum, Shimshai the scribe, and their companions, they went in haste to Yerushalayim, to the Jews, and made them to seize by force of arms. Then the work stopped on the house of God, which is at Yerushalayim. It stopped until the second year of the reign of Dariavish, king of Persia. That was Ezra chapter 4. Our final portion from our readings today is from the Apostles, and it is Galatians 5. Stand firm, therefore, in the liberty by which Messiah has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Shaul, tell you that if you receive circumcision, Messiah will profit you nothing. Yes, I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is a debtor to the whole Torah. You are severed from Messiah, you who desire to be justified by the Torah. You have fallen away from grace. 
For we, through the Ruach, by faith wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Messiah Yeshua, neither circumcision amounts to anything nor uncircumcision, but faith working through love. You were running well. Who interfered with you that you should not obey the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little chametz leavens the whole lump. I have confidence toward you in the Lord that you will think no other way. But he who troubles you will bear his judgment, whoever he is. But I, brothers, if I still proclaim circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been removed. I wish that those who disturb you would cut themselves off. For you, brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not use your freedom for gain to the flesh, but through love be servants of one another. For the whole Torah is fulfilled in one word, in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, be careful that you do not consume one another. But I say, walk by the Ruach, and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Ruach, and the Ruach against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, that you may not do the things that you desire. But if you are led by the Ruach, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are obvious, which are adultery, sexual immorality, uncleanness, lustfulness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousies, outbursts of anger, rivalries, divisions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, even as I also forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Ruach is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and a self-control. Against such there is no law. Those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and lusts. If we live by the Ruach, let us also walk by the Ruach. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, and envying one another. That was Galatians 5, and it concludes our readings for this episode. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Luke 7, 1 through 23 today also. We have reached the end of our episode. I pray that you would have a good day that the words of God would go deep into your hearts, into good soil, and bear fruit in your lives. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel until next time.